0: Section One of the Divine Comedy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Section One of the Divine Comedy by Dante Alighieri, translated by Courtney Langdon. Inferno, Canto One. Introduction to the Divine Comedy. The Wood and the Mountain.
1: When halfway through the journey of our life, I found that I was in a gloomy wood, because the path which led aright was lost and ah how hard it is to say just what this wild and rough and stubborn woodland was the very thought of which renews my fear so bitter tis that death is little worse but of the good to treat which there i found i'll speak of what i else discovered there i cannot well say how i entered it so full of slumber was i at the moment when i forsook the pathway of the truth but after i had reached a mountain's foot where that veil ended which had pierced my heart with fear i looked on high and saw its shoulders mantled already with that planet's rays which leadeth one aright o'er every path then quieted a little was the fear which in the lake depths of my heart had lasted throughout the night i passed so piteously and even as he who from the deep emerged with sorely troubled breath upon the shore turns round and gazes at the dangerous water even so my mind which still was fleeing on turned back to look again upon the pass which ne'er permitted any one to live when i had somewhat eased my weary body o'er the lone slope i so resumed my way that ere the lower was my steady foot then lo not far from where the ascent began a leopard which exceeding light and swift was covered over with a spotted hide and from my presence did not move away nay rather she so hindered my advance that more than once i turned me to go back some time had now from early morn elapsed and with those very stars the sun was rising that in his escort were when love divine in the beginning moved those beauteous things I therefore had as cause for hoping well of that wild beast with gaily mottled skin the hour of daytime and the year's sweet season but not so that i should not fear the sight which next appeared before me of a lion against me this one seemed to be advancing with head erect and with such raging hunger that even the air seemed terrified thereby and of a she-wolf which with every lust seemed in her leanness laden and had caused many ere now to lead unhappy lives the latter so oppressed me with the fear that issued from her aspect that i lost the hope i had of winning to the top and such as he is who is glad to gain and who when times arrive that make him lose weeps and is saddened in his every thought such did that peaceless animal make me which gainst me coming pushed me step by step Back to the place where silent is the sun. While toward the lowland I was falling fast, The sight of one was offered to mine eyes, Who seemed, through long-continued silence, weak. When him in that vast wilderness I saw, Have pity on me, I cried out to him, Whate'er thou be, or shade, or very man.
0: Not man,
1: he answered.
0: I was once a man and both my parents were of lombardy and Mantuans with respect to fatherland neath julius was i born though somewhat late and under good augustus rule i lived in rome in days of false and lying gods i was a poet and of that just man anchises son i sang who came from troy after proud ilion had been consumed but thou to such sore trouble why return why climb'st thou not the mountain of the light,
1: which is of every joy, the source and cause? Art thou that Virgil, then, that fountain head which poureth forth so broad a stream of speech? I answered him, with shame upon my brow. O light and glory of the other poets, let the long study and the ardent love which made me con thy book avail me now. Thou art my teacher and authority. Thou only art the one from whom I took the lovely manner which hath done me honor. Behold the beast on whose account I turned. From her protect me, O thou famous sage, for she makes both my veins and pulses tremble.
0: A different course from this must thou pursue.
1: He answered when he saw me shedding tears.
0: If from this wilderness thou wouldst escape, for this wild beast on whose account thou criest alloweth none to pass along her way but hinders him so greatly that she kills and is by nature so malign and guilty that never doth she sate her greedy lust but after food is hungrier than before many are the animals with which she mates and still more will there be until the hound shall come and bring her to a painful death he shall not feed on either land or wealth but wisdom Love and power shall be his food, and tween two feltros shall his birth take place of that low Italy he'll be the saviour for which the maid Camilla died of wounds with Turnus, Nisus, and Eualus, and he shall drive her out of every town till he have put her back again in hell from which the earliest envy sent her forth. I therefore think and judge it best for thee to follow me and i shall be thy guide and lead thee hence through an eternal place where thou shalt hear the shrieks of hopelessness of those tormented spirits of old times each one of whom bewails the second death then those shalt thou behold who though in fire contented are because they hope to come whenever it be unto the blessed folk to whom thereafter if thou wouldst descend they'll be for that a worthier soul than i with her at my departure i shall leave thee because the emperor who rules up there since i was not obedient to his law wills none shall come into his town through me he rules as emperor everywhere and there as king there is his town a lofty throne o happy he whom he thereto elects
1: and i to him o poet I beseech thee, even by the God it was not thine to know. So may I from this ill and worse escape, Conduct me thither where thou saidst just now, That I may see St. Peter's gate, And those whom thou describest as so whelmed with woe. He then moved on, and I behind him kept.
0: End of Inferno Canto 1